Street Prowlers. We're here today with Matt Graham, and we are live from Big Boys in Fort Gratiot, where they, starting on Thursday, they'll have half off their appetizers, uh, eight to close. So, well, thank you for coming on the show, Matt Graham. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having us. Um, let's start off with a um, quick question. How was your summer this? Uh, busy. Uh, Joe and I have been uh, extremely busy with everything that, you know, has to go into running the team and stuff, so, you know, it's been, uh, once the guys get out of town and go home, it's uh, moving stuff out of the apartments, uh, and then starting to sell, and, you know, like all the dash and boards, all the signs, everything like that, so uh, it's been that all summer, and then uh, it's just been starting to get back to uh, to normal a little bit, all the players are going to be starting to come pretty soon, um, but yeah, I mean, like, got a, uh, got like a week vacation in there in the summer, went to California. Uh, went to New York one time, so I mean, I uh, got away a little bit, but yeah, it's been busy summers. <laughs> so just like a normal job. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, well, it's, uh, it's probably more than a normal job. All right. Joe jokes that, uh, you know, we work 50, 60 hours a week, so. Mm. 
Uh, the so we with um training camp coming up, um we've had a few um questions about that. Like, I know you've tried to put as much info out as possible, right? But we um, but the people tuning in, we want to know if it's like if it's a public viewed kind of camp. Right. So yeah. So it'll be open to the public. Uh, times uh, they'll probably be posted in the next few days. Here we have. Uh, free agent camp this weekend first. We've been kind of focusing on that and the times with that and getting itineraries out to the guys. Uh, we did just send itineraries out to uh, the players coming to training camp last week. So, uh, yeah, it'll run uh, just like a normal week, really. It's going to be uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, probably for an hour and a half, and then we'll have another ice session at 2. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have a few workouts mixed in there and stuff, so it might switch things up. But I know Monday through Friday next week, uh, with the exception of Tuesday, we'll be on the ice at 10 a.m. and then uh, likely 2 a.m., so. 2 p.m., sorry. That'd be early if it was 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never get enough ice time, I guess. Uh, right? <laughs> um, and people have been wondering what would be the cost of the um, free agent camp. Like to participate in free agent camp? Yes. So we are, uh, it is open to uh, basically anyone with hockey background. It's uh, $250. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good opportunity for players who have never uh, played professional hockey or. Uh, who play college or juniors and uh, want to try to break into professional hockey, uh, it's a good opportunity for them to uh, take the unconventional route and get seen. And uh, in the past, just to give you guys an idea of players that have made it, made it here uh, from free agent camp or uh, guys like Austin Federley, uh, Nathan Robson. Uh, trying to think, there's a couple more, but yeah, I mean there are success stories from it. So uh, there's quite a few people that have made it before. So. Um, with the we're happy that Austin Pedley definitely got on the team being the hometown hero of us, too. Right. Yeah. Well, no, Austin does a great job. He's uh, he's really skilled. Uh, he's uh, slippery out there. You know, he gets through <laughs> people and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, he's skilled players. It definitely helps being, like, what, 5'6"? <laughs> yeah, right. And a lot of times he hides behind other people and they don't say it. <laughs> um, and for the players that have already, like, signed up to go, what should they expect? from you guys to put them through in the free agent camp? So, uh, without giving away too much, I guess, it's going to be basically uh, run through a little quick practice, and then uh, they're going to get right into game situations. We'll have uh, some scrimmages. Um, yeah, there won't be off-ice testing or anything like that, really. It'll just be uh, generally Joe and myself watching them play and uh, seeing how they uh, how they perform in a game situation. Um, well, for right now, I you... We definitely want you guys to chime in with your questions right now. Um, while we're waiting for questions really quick from our viewers, we want to ask you a few, like, some rapid player questions right now. Okay. Um, who was your favorite player to watch? Professionally? Yes. So growing up, I uh, had some, like, weird weird favorite players. It started with uh, probably Oleg Tebradovsky, which is a defenseman from uh, the Anaheim Ducks. And I like Joffrey Lupel uh, and Ryan Shannon. So, uh, smaller guy, Ryan Shannon. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a smaller guy, so got to look up to those guys. Um, and who was your favorite player to play with? Uh, I mean, probably Brandon Parkhouse because I played with him for so long. Uh, we grew up together playing, uh, like, youth hockey uh, and midgets and stuff and then played together college. And, uh, yeah, just kind of seemed to find each other everywhere professionally, too. So. Um. So, who was your favorite team to um, watch professionally? 
I'm a Ducks fan, so I like watching the Ducks, even though uh, the last few years they've played pretty boring hockey. Uh, this year they seem to be playing a little, little more exciting hockey, so uh, I'm a Ducks fan. Yeah, they had some of the best jerseys of the 90s, so... <laughs> Yeah, uh, they brought them back this year with the uh, the orange ones, right? So uh, they wore them, I think, Saturday night. They're yeah. uh, orange with the old Ducks logo and then, like, the uh, the flying D on their shoulders. So, yeah. I personally love the purple ones the best, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I grew up playing for the Junior Ducks, and we wore those jerseys, like, growing up. So nice. from, like, mites to midgets, I was, uh, I was wearing those uh, purple jerseys. Uh, who was your favorite team to play with? Uh... It's a tough question, but probably uh, two years ago, the team I was on here, uh, there was just a great group of guys, and we uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that was uh, probably one of the most fun seasons I've had, and we uh, just came up short, but, you know, it was, uh, it was a good year. I had fun. Um, so, one of the out-of-the-blue questions, your favorite <laughs> color? Uh, orange or blue. <laughs> um, favorite music? I listen to anything really, but probably country, I guess. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I listen, I listen to everything really. Got a question. Uh, here's a question: Who was your favorite all-time hockey player? Uh, all-time? I don't know. I, I liked Oleg Tovarovsky the longest, so probably him, I guess I'd say. And then Sean Patterson. He's like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like the light commercial? Lots yeah. <laughs> um, on that note, what was your favorite movie? I don't know. I mean, I I like funny movies. I like Wedding Crashers, Old School, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, they're, all, they're both funny guys. So The Internship, I guess. Some great movies, but... Yeah. <laughs> Um, who do you choose to, who do you think will go all the way and win the Stanley Cup this year? Well, I hope Anaheim, but uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think Vegas is really good. Uh, I don't know in the Eastern Conference. I don't, maybe Pitt, well, Pitt and Malkin just got hurt, so I don't know about Pittsburgh, but uh, yeah, Toronto looks good. Anyone but Boston, I hate the, uh, I hate <laughs> Boston sports. So I, uh, I played uh, college out there for four years, and I just can't stand their fans. But, they're even worse than Philadelphia. <laughs> no, I tell those guys, like, you know, I, I like Yankees fans better than you guys. Mm -hmm. like, and, that, and that's got to say something. <laughs> oh, that must have gotten you a lot of hate over there. <laughs> well, uh, I lived with two guys from Boston in college and stuff like that. And that was in, like, when they were the city of champions, right? So they were winning every, every championship every year. And uh, it was nice when I got to watch them get eliminated from the playoffs sometimes <laughs> with those guys. And they were just having meltdowns. So. <laughs> um, so, other than the Prowlers, who do you pick to like would go all the way to win the FHL? Uh, that's such a tough question because, like, you don't know who's on. You, you don't know how teams are going to perform yet. Um, I mean, I can only speak to like what we put together here, and I think we have a really solid team, really solid group. Uh, all the new guys coming in, mixed with like the guys that we have from last year and whatnot. Like Robertson's coming back, Dalton Jay, you know. Uh, you know, adding labs and, you know, some other guys in the mix. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, other than us, you know, Danbury's probably putting together a pretty good team. I'd say Columbus should put together a pretty good team. Uh, but yeah, I think that's to be expected. So. All right. Um, on that, um, we want your thoughts about the coming up, coming up season. 
um, going on the road for the first few weeks? It seems to start that way every year, you know. Uh, ever since, like, even when I – my first year in the league when I was at the Watertown Privateers, that was in, like, 2013. Uh, There's four teams in the league at the time, and uh, every weekend you were, dri- you were driving on that bus for – riding on the bus. I mean, now we're driving it, but uh, <laughs> you're riding on that bus for probably 14 hours every weekend, and you'd go play in Dayton, Ohio. You'd come right back the next night, play at home, and then you'd go right down to Danbury, Connecticut. So, I mean, you were always on the bus. But every year it seems like you're on the bus more and more, and uh, I don't know. I mean, like last year, I think last two years we started on the road just because they uh, they don't want to start us at home for some reason, you know. But uh, no, it'll be good. I mean, it's it, the good thing about starting on the road is that you know you get two weeks, three weeks under your belt to uh, you know get together and get some camaraderie as a team, and then uh, you come back home and you hopefully have it all together at that point to put on a good showing for the guys, fans at home. And um, so what was that question he was supposed to answer from Joe about the bus? You remember? No. Uh, Joe, pipe in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Something that happened on the bus. Oh, I have no idea. There must have been, been a lot though that happened on the bus though. <laughs> yeah, the bus is a uh, the base. The bus is a sacred place, and we don't speak about what happens. <laughs> on the bus. What happens <laughs> on the bus stays on the bus. <laughs> it's like Vegas. <laughs> Except what happens on the bus doesn't always stay on the bus. I guess. So. Um, well. Let's just end it right there then, because <laughs> we might want not want to know exactly some personal aspects, do we? <laughs> right. Yeah, we're all really close on there, so you know it's uh, it's without it's not without speaking of it. <laughs> um, with the upcoming schedule, who do you think will be your hardest fought battle? Well, I mean, we play Columbus so many times, so I have to say them, and I think with like. With what they're putting together down there, they'll uh, they'll have a solid team. So I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough anytime you play them all season, but especially the fact that we play them so often early on. Um, yeah, it's it's just gonna be a battle every night, probably with them, you know. Um, and they definitely have Scott Brand, who led up Carolina last year, right. winning the championship. So having him come, especially coming on the home opener weekend too. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Scott's a, uh, he's, he's a genius marketer, you know, he does a great job with, uh, with any market he's ever gone into, and uh, it'll be no different down there. I don't know how much of the team he puts together, but, uh, <laughs> like, more so with, like, the marketing and filling the stands, uh, he does a great job with that, so. Um, on that aspect, too, with last year's um, MVP currently up in the, I believe it's ECHL, no, the SPHL tryout. Do you believe everything will get easier, sons? Who was last year's MVP? Uh, I Josh Antonio. See that? Dutch Antonio. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I don't know. It's tough to say. I mean, I don't think like he's uh, he's not he's a good player. He's a solid player. He's an all-around player. Um, I don't think he has that big an effect on the game when it comes to. Uh, like being a, a difference maker in that sense, but I, I wish him luck there. He's a I played with him in Danbury, and uh, he's a good guy and uh, he's, he's a good all around player. But no, I don't think that'll make the league easier by any means. Um, I think that just means someone else is going to step up and someone else is going to have uh, have a great season. I mean, it seems like every year uh, there's guys putting up 100 points, you know, and it's just a matter of who it is and then uh, who they vote to be MVP. You know. Um. Do we have another question, guys? No. Okay. Is, um, John Ro- Rose, 
He put good to have yeah, Matt good Robertson back. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Rob is a great guy. He's uh, he's the pulse of the team. Sometimes, you know, he's uh, he's a veteran. He's a leader. Um, and you know, I mean, he he's a 200 foot player. He plays both ends of the puck, and uh, like that's that's not something you always see with guys who put up as many points as him. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's it's good to have him back. I mean, that's probably one of my. Uh, my other favorite people to play with that I played with, I'd say, is like Matt Robertson, uh, Brandon Barkhouse, you know, guys like that. Who's so one of your least um, favorite to play with? Uh, <laughs> or even against, you know. Just say Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to play with Joe. Joe plays defense. Yeah, I guess Joe when I play defense. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, so, uh, you have to let me think about that. Let's come back to that, I guess. All right. <laughs> Um, on that aspect, too, what was the hardest arena to ever play in? The hardest arena to ever play in that I've played in? Yes. In any league or just this league? Just anything. Uh, well, I don't think any's too hard to play in, uh, but I can speak to uh, a story I know about uh, Danbury, I guess. So my first year I played in this league, I was in Watertown with uh, Brandon Parkhouse, actually. I keep referring to it, right? It's one of my best friends. <laughs> but, um, so uh, I went and played, started playing in Slovakia, and he went and played in Danbury, Connecticut, when he was in Watertown. And he said he came off the ice, and he had never seen anything like this, but he gets off the ice, and this fan's yelling at him, giving him the bird, and then the fan spits on him, and he just lost his mind. So I guess Danbury's kind of a hard place to play. And I've never played it. Oh, sorry, my first year I played against them in that arena. And it was a tough place to play, but then uh, when I played there, uh, I didn't have to deal with any of that as an opposing player. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's a tough place to play. Um, I guess you'll get a lot of that this year, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, on that note, how is it to actually work under Joe Pace, too? It's good. I mean, uh, it's nice. He's kind of taught me... Uh, you know, everything he knows about uh, running an organization and stuff like that. And I'd say that, you know, I've learned quite a bit since I've uh, been doing this, you know. I, uh, I went to college for business and, uh, you know, I, I thought I learned a lot there. But, you know, it's, it's, never, it's never the same as when you actually get thrown into the fire and, like, start doing it. So, I mean, like I tell Joe all the time, I go, you know, like, if you and I ever tried to get jobs anywhere else or anything like that and, like, whenever, like, you know, in, like 20 years or something, I go, you know... <laughs> They're going to be like, what did you do at your previous position? I'll be like, you're not going to believe this, but I did this, I did this, I did social media, Photoshop, uh, you know, uh, sales, marketing. Uh, we actually put up the dasher boards in the arena signage. We're going to be hanging downtown banners on boom lifts, you know. They're going to be like, what? I don't believe that. There's no way you had time to do that. I guess you have a great repertoire down, though. <laughs> I guess. Jack of all trades, I guess. They'll just be like, what, were, what was your position? Like, Jack of all trades. Speaking of synthetically, he's on right now. Uh, uh, he told me this morning he'd be tuning in, so. Uh. <laughs> or as they say, the name is uh, Renaissance Man. Renaissance Man? You have many, many titles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not just one title, right? You're just director of everything or, you know, manager of everything, I guess. Federley's probably on there trying to listen and write down the questions that he's prepared for. <laughs> wait, uh, wait. Well, that ain't gonna work, Federley, because we change him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. Okay, hang on. Um, what what team was your favorite in hockey from Jeremy Payer? I think you already answered that one. And then Bella Lagoose wants to know: Can we get Parkhouse off the golf course and back on the Prowlers? Then can we get his crazy brother 
Back in the stands. <laughs> East side. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, yeah, I mean, he, so he's coaching golf right now at a uh, golf performance place in California. So that's what he's referring to there. And then his brother enjoys himself when he comes here. So uh, uh, I think he only comes on dollar beer night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably the best night to come, right? <laughs> I guess. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sweating my butt over in here. <laughs> right? Uh, we'll be right back and give us one minute. I am gonna try.
All right, welcome back, guys. So, let's start with our actual, um, the most recent player besides Robertson that joined the team. You got Brad Holman through a trade. Yeah. Um, what get what made you guys want to go out and seek for him more specifically? Uh, well, his agent actually contacted us because uh, the situation there, they have a lot of guys coming into Watertown, and uh, the situation here is a lot different than that. We're trying to get a, uh, a group of 30 guys together and then build a team based off like what we, what information we've gathered on them. Um, whereas they're doing uh, a little different. I mean, like who's to say which way's right, right? But uh, they, uh, they're painting a broader brush and they're gonna have more bodies at camp, more people there, and they're gonna try to uh, like see what they have. Whereas we kind of uh, filter the process through. Um, so when they reached out, they, uh, they told us about him. We, uh, we did our research on him and looked him up and whatnot. And uh, he seems like a good player. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely interested, and we uh, just acquire him in that, in that trade. So. All right. So, um, <laughs> hopefully he's a well fit, or good fit, sorry. Yeah. Um, another note, too, it's, I know we had a lot of people confused on the wording, too. On the transaction page, just recently, about Joe's suspension. Yeah. Um, I, I believe it's... It was a carryover from the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they just added all the suspensions from the playoffs from last year. Um, it's a carryover from uh, what is it, slashing or yeah, uh, spearing. Spearing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought he pushed the guy or punched him or something like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, he shouldn't be suspended five games. I'll say that. Right. It's not, it wasn't worth that at all. And you know, maybe it still gets overturned. So we'll we'll see in the coming weeks. Right. You know. But to even like start off the season without him, though, it's going to be a huge hit. Oh, yeah. It's tough. I, well, I don't know. Was he suspended at the start of last season? Or no, um, it might have been the year before, I think. Um, in one of the recent seasons, yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't remember. I think it was two seasons ago, uh, my first year here, I think he was suspended. Yeah, it, like it was because it was, like came from the Watertown Port Huron finals where he suspended there. No, I think it was Danbury uh, Port Huron finals, wasn't it? I don't know. So maybe, that would have been maybe four, right. four years ago. Yeah, yeah. We played. So. Yeah, we we won the um, league in our first year. Yeah, yeah. that had been sixteen. In the year after um, we didn't make the playoffs, and the year before we made it to the finals against Watertown. Yeah, and then last year. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think he started one of the seasons suspended as well, but hopefully it doesn't happen this year. You know. Right. Especially being on the road too. Yeah, it'll be tough, especially because it's one of the first games of the season. You know, we need like, you need the coach on the bench. I mean, whether he's playing or not, you know, you need the guidance there and stuff. And it's uh, it's tough, especially right out of the gate. So. Right. Um, last year, you had James Robson on the bench for some of the games. Will we have some see something similar on the bench? It depends on the night, honestly. I mean. Uh, it, those guys are just an extension of like Joe and myself, you know. So like we uh, we speak with them, they relay our message to them, and they uh, they're good hockey minds as well. So they know a little bit, or they know about the game, and uh, they have good hockey IQ. So I mean, like last year we had Brad Townsend come out a few times. Uh, Paul Arnott was on the bench in the playoffs because he was hurt. Um, I got hurt for a while. I was on the bench. I think Dalton Jay might have been on the bench one game. Um, but yeah, I mean. Uh, it, to be honest, I mean, I think people make a bigger deal out of it than it actually is because, I mean, uh, like, if, if there's a guy up there in a suit or there's a guy back there in gear, uh, 
it's, there's everyone's still taking direction out of from one person, you know, and everyone knows who's in charge. And uh, you're not gonna have, you're not gonna have. It, you gotta have twenty guys in here who's gonna like buy into that, and if you don't, then uh, you gotta get rid of those guys. Right. And that's something that we dealt with last year, and we got rid of the guys that didn't want to buy into it. And uh, well, I mean, we'll do the same this year if there's guys that don't want to buy in, you know. Um, he had twelve games your first year. Yeah. Chris, uh, oh. Crystal just post, posted it. Um, that uh, yeah. That. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, thanks, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> We're, our memories are terrible sometimes. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> but Hop said she was the trainer that year too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, with um, the first four years, too, I have this personal question of mine. Okay. Um, we, the first four years, we saw Miss Birthday Bash. Yep. And I know I've had a few people in my ear about this, too. Um, they're wondering. Why there isn't a Mitz Birthday Bash being promoted this year? Well, it is being promoted. They are still doing Mitz's Birthday Bash. It's going to be on uh, January 18th, I think, which is the Silver Sticks night. Um, and that's the Advia giveaway night as well. So, uh, yeah, they're back on sponsoring Mitz's Birthday Bash. Uh, there's, like, a holdup in finalizing the date of everything. So, I mean, that's why it didn't make it on the promotional schedule. But, yeah, we will get something out here shortly uh, promoting that as well. Uh, the goal this year is to get all of our uh, all of our games events on Facebook. Uh, so if we can do that, then uh, more people might know about it and stuff, and we can cross promote it with Facebook like, that way too. You know, by boosting posts and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that's. Uh, I've yeah. had people ask about um, if they're going to bring back a, a like a mascot night where a bunch of mascots come from different ro- local restaurants and play like broomball on the ice or something. Right, and that's I think that's Mitz's birthday bash, and like in the past they've done that. I think two years ago it was a good night. Um, yeah, I mean, but that's that just this goes back to the staff that we have on right. on board, right? So I mean, last year, uh, Joe and myself were doing it and uh, trying to prepare for the game and everything like that, so I couldn't call the Tigers and be like, "Hey, can you invite the mascot out? I think we get Rory out here too, you know, from the Lions or whatnot." But no, I mean, uh, this year uh, we have that guy Jeremy, who I told you guys about, who's. Uh, going to be director of broadcasting and he's uh he's helping out a lot he's done very well in his first week but uh he'll uh he'll be helping us to stuff like that so we'll be more on top that we do expect to have a bigger event from its birthday this year and then you also have crystal now more behind the scenes as well yep. um the singer crystal uh not crystal wagner you so. mean cheryl mccoy yeah cheryl, cheryl. mccoy sorry yep. yeah sorry cheryl <laughs> i didn't mean to <laughs> yeah, right. I, was like, I was like what are you talking about speaking, <laughs> speaking of crystal wagner she has what do you like to eat for a pregame meal or even when you're on the road? Uh, I mean, when we're on the road, uh, we usually try to stop and get, uh, like, well, I know in Watertown, Joe loves going to Longhorn Steakhouse, and that's a great deal <laughs> that we have there, so uh, that's always a good meal. But um, I don't know, like, generally in town, like, when Johnson was here last year, him and I would go to, uh, like, Olive Garden. Well, Robertson would go as well, and then Dozer, Austin Doe the year before. Um, yeah, I mean, like Olive Garden, or I mean, just anything really, like chicken, pasta, you know, stuff like that. Awesome. Um, we do have Kevin Samuelson saying hi. And What's up, Kev? Happy birthday. It was your birthday, I think, yesterday or the day before. And, uh, yeah, big fan of the team, Kev. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely glad to have you around for the games, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all see him down there. He's giving us pounds on the glass and stuff like that. And, <laughs> 
you know, all the, all the boys get pumped up. They're like, oh, what's up, Kev? You know, so it's good to have him down there. So he's like your own personal like, kind of mascot. So that's yeah, not mascot, but even like more yeah. of a uh, like an inspiration or pep like pep super guy, fan. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, he, well, yeah, he's definitely a fan. So yeah. Um, let's get back to more of the um, people that were just recently signed or that you want to bring back in. Okay. Um, Kevin Porter. Yeah, Kevin Porter. Uh, he's uh, he's kind of interesting. You know, he's uh, doesn't have. He doesn't have a long hockey resume, or uh, he hasn't played at the highest level. But uh, he did start playing when he was, uh, I think, 18 or something like that. And I, uh, I read about, read up on his story a little bit. And he was supposed to come here two years ago, uh, my first year here, when we had a huge training camp. I don't know what happened, but he ended up not coming. And uh, you know, I've kind of like a few of us have kind of followed him since then, seen him uh, training and stuff like that on Facebook, right, Instagram. And uh, the guy works really hard. Uh, is a lot of intensity and uh you know i mean he uh he wants it real bad and i think that's something that's kind of interesting into this uh it's something that's kind of interesting into this is the fact that like you know you don't see many guys like that who have that intensity and can play that role at this level i mean everyone at this level is trying to be a goal scorer or trying to uh be a point guy and uh i mean not not too many people can like buy into something like that and that's something that we love to see from him so question is um would you like to see adopted player program come back this year? Also, does it help? And what could it, what what could make it better? No, I I like the adopted player program. I mean, I would say maybe something of a hybrid from uh, from that perspective because, I mean, it, it's it's more about getting the guys everything they need on road trips, you know, uh, not necessarily adopting one player. So I mean, if everyone pooled their stuff together, that might work a little better uh, instead of trying to find like 18 people to sponsor 18 guys. You know, if you can say, like, hey, you're adopting a player, and, uh, I mean, maybe they've tried this before, I don't know. Uh, maybe, like, adopt a player, but then what they do is they just pull it all together and then put it in a box. Because, I mean, like, some of the guys, it, like, it, it works out really well. Some of the guys get a lot of good stuff, and then uh, some of the guys are like, what? Like, how do you get all that, you know? So, I mean, but, like, we're good about it on the bus and stuff. We share all of our stuff with everyone. But, no, I mean, I'd say, like, I think adopt a player is great, and, uh, like, just pulling it together maybe might be a little better, so. And then his sis, Chris's sisters asked, have you ever played in any other league? Yeah, I, uh, so my first year, well, I played NCAA, which is college. Uh, and then I started out in the SPHL uh, with Peoria my first year. Played three games. Came down here, and then I went and played in Slovakia for three years. So uh, played in Europe, and then also went to Sweden and France for a week or two. Uh, and then I came back to this league, and I've just been content with staying here ever since. I... Uh, it's more along the lines of, you know, like, I don't want to fight for my life and my job every single day, you know. Like, we're here, it's like, you know, you can get comfortable places, you know, and it's good. So. Uh, Scott says, any word if more players' jerseys will be for sale at the games this year? We have been trying to get one or two for the last two seasons. Yeah, so, I mean, that's something that we always have. I mean, uh, they're going to be uh, putting them up at the merchandise booth. They uh, Hopefully they're a little more reasonably priced this year, too. Um, we just threw out some more on auction uh, today on uh, the Live Source app, so uh, that's a good way of getting jerseys as well. Um, we try to we try to price them at all different price points so that you know anyone can so that anyone can really afford them. You know what I mean? Like we try to put the more premier players like obviously a higher price because you know guys like Matt Robertson and stuff their jerseys are uh, more more wanted and stuff. You know, so uh, yeah, I mean I think right now on there. I think you're looking it up, but I think right now we have uh, some some road jerseys from last season. 
And I know we have, uh, I want to say Paul Arnott's jersey's up there. Let's see, he's got him right here. Yep. We got Austin Doe. Uh, he's on there for 190 right now. We got Cassick up there who's in Danbury uh, for 160. Uh, an old school Miles McCauley on there for 130. We've had that for a while, so you know. I believe that's from the second season. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, Tom Kilgore from last season, and then Paul Arnott as well. So I mean, they kind of hit all different price points. They range from 130 to 190, and there's some 170s in there, 160s. So I mean, it's uh, it's about trying to give everyone the opportunity to buy stuff like that, you know. And like, that's uh, the ultimate goals, obviously, because I mean, y you want to see. If, if you look at like Winnipeg or Calgary and stuff, they have the sea of red there, right? But the thing is, in the NHL and at all these levels, they, they have fans that are decked out in jerseys and stuff. And how cool would that be if you look up and, like, almost every single Prowlers fan is mm. wearing some sort of Prowlers merchandise or a, uh, or a jersey, you know? And um, definitely more well-priced than what we've seen in recent years, too. Yeah, and, I mean, like, that's something that, like, Joe and I have spoken about. It's uh, it's about getting more jerseys out there, uh, not so much making money off these things, you know? I mean, it's... Uh, Obviously, like I don't think we're gonna survive off jersey sales, but you know that does that does help on like times where we need like guy might need an extra stick or you know like a mm. uh, bus might run out of gas or you know something like that. So. Right, especially with uh, Joe saying in the last episode where you don't even get your season ticket sales until after the new year. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it, that's how that works, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. But. That's the way how. It, uh, poor yard run, so unfortunately. Well, I mean, that's just the lease agreement they have with them. And, uh, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it, it's nice when we get that in January or whatever. So, uh, I mean, it right now it sucks, but, like, then it's good. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, especially since in recent years where you've had the least amount of games is, like, January, February, too. Like, home games. Right, but I think this year we're loaded up in January. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, that's um, a lot of people are happy about that, too. Yeah, but I mean it's tough though because the silver sticks and stuff. So it's uh, mm -hmm. you know I mean we gotta we gotta work with the rink schedule and then they have to work with the ice that's available and and they have one guy in some dark room uh, at the league meetings trying to figure it all out like it's an <laughs> algorithm and it's yeah it's crazy. It's, I, uh, I work the silver stick tournament. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The silver stick tournament's great, but uh, yeah, um, but yeah, uh -huh. I mean uh, the guy that's in there trying to figure out the schedule and stuff is. Uh, it's pretty insane. My sister says hi, Amber. My sister says hi, Well, it's my sister's birthday today, too, so happy birthday. Well, I, I guess this would be the best time to actually do your whole spiel to her, right? <laughs> right. No, I'll talk to her later. But, uh, so, um, what's your uh, favorite promo promotion coming up this year? Uh, I'm really interested in see, uh, so, the dog night, actually. And that's because uh, I have a dog, Briz, who will be coming to that game as well. He's a beagle. But, uh, no, uh, I'm interested to see how that works out. I think that's interesting because, uh, like, I just got a dog last year, and then uh, this or this summer my girlfriend and I went down to Utica and uh, went to the USPBL game that uh, allowed dogs at the game. And uh, it's kind of interesting because we thought about it then. We're like, you know, if we'll drive an hour down to Utica, 45 minutes, how far will people come to bring their dogs to, like, a Prowlers game, right? right. So, I mean, if you can make it that big of an event and you can get publicity out there and market it the correct way, I mean, why couldn't that game be sold out, right? I mean, there could be 1,800 dogs there. Who knows, right? Right. So, no, it'll be interesting. But that game, uh, that's definitely my favorite promotion that we're having. Um, some of the other ones we're doing, we're just doing a uh, specialty uh, game for the Law Enforcement Torch Run, uh, Special Olympics benefiting them. Uh, we've been talking with Kyle Bailey and doing a Recycle Life game again this year. 
Um, Silver Sticks main event's always a fun one because that's uh, you get all the rowdy kids in there from uh, from the Silver Sticks tournament. Um, and then we're going to do a baseball game at the end of the year. So we're going to wear uh, Prowler's baseball uniforms out there on the ice, and uh, that'll uh, that'll be a fun night as well. So, so I mean, the, the, when they asked about the jerseys, I also asking the ability to order custom jerseys could be helpful in the situation if paid for in full. Right, but the, the, uh, no, definitely I agree. But the uh, the tough part about ordering custom jerseys is where we order our jerseys from. Uh, you have to order them in bulk, uh, so we have to order them from Jog in. Uh, I think it's Taiwan, and uh, we have to put in orders of 12 or more. So, I mean, that's something that Joe and I have been tossing around this year as well, is uh, trying to group together order forms and stuff. But the tough part is, it's like taking someone's order form and then being like, we got to wait for 10 more, you know? And then, oh, we got to wait for nine more. We're going to be ordering them soon, though. No, but, I mean, that's something that uh, that we can definitely talk about and possibly put into, uh, into production, like, maybe next summer where uh, at the beginning of the summer we start taking orders for jerseys just to have them in time for, uh, for the start of the season next year, you know. But, no, I mean, like, that's something that could still happen this year as well, though, too, because we've had some other inquiries about it. And we, uh, what we're doing now is we're taking names down, uh, writing phone numbers down, and then we're going to uh, hold off and see if we can put together an order this summer. So that's fair enough. I think so, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the honest answer. So. Right. <laughs> um, with, um, I know a few people have also asked me, what, and coming up season, you guys have been in talks about coming in um, for another five years. Would we ever see a Star Wars night again? Yeah, definitely. I know Joe loves uh, doing nights like Star Wars nights and stuff. But the hardest part is uh, finding people to support that night, right? So, I mean, uh, that's something that we got to start getting on in the middle of the summer, um, trying to find sponsors for that. Um, Star Wars night's always a fun night. Um, yeah, I mean, like, we've kicked around a few ideas this year where, uh, like, baseball night's one that's stuck because uh, training camp at the Detroit Tigers in, in March or late April, you know. So, uh, yeah, Star Wars night's a possibility for sure. Awesome. Oh, it's, um... I know in the first year we had those special jerseys too, which were actually probably one of the, my favorite jerseys that you guys ever wore. Star Wars ones? Yes. And that's, um, it was all orange with um, backpacks of the troopers. Right, yeah, they're stormtroopers. Yes. <laughs> they're, uh, yeah. I, know, I know we've touched on a couple of the new teams, but what are your thoughts on the league expanding to, was it 10 teams now? Yep, yeah. 10. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think it's good. It's good for the league, obviously. I mean, I think we have as many teams as the SPHL now. Um, and it's kind of funny because, I mean, uh, I, I feel like they feel threatened by it a little bit, you know. Um, it's uh, it, No one ever thought, I guess, that the league would be at 10 teams and be stable at 10 teams. Um, but here we are, right? So, uh, no, I think it's good. I think it's good to have diversity. I mean, you're not seeing uh, the same teams here every single night. Um, I think this year, I think we play Columbus at home the most. And it's just unfortunate that it's bulked into the schedule how it is. But, I mean, like I said, the guy in the dark room and the algorithms are trying to figure <laughs> out like how like travel works out best for everyone. That's just the way it worked out. Um, but, no, I mean, it's uh, you'll never I don't think you ever see teams here two weekends in a row other than Columbus. Um, it's a different team every weekend. And, uh, yeah, it should be good. I mean, we should get a lot more people out there because of that, I think, too. So. And, you know, at least it's not as bad as the amount of times in a row we played, like, St. Clair Shores. 
You know? <laughs> well, that was just, How many uh, kids yeah. in a row was that? <laughs> well, that was just rivalry season, right? Uh, I think that was, that was the year before I was here. I think when I was in... Uh, I was in Danbury that year, and uh, yeah, it's... You guys got I didn't, I didn't have to experience that. We played Berlin quite a bit that year. That year, you guys had to face Nick Wright a lot. So that was... In Berlin? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean... <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people from Cornwall hated that, too, so... What? I've seen Berlin a lot. I, I See, I didn't mind Berlin. I, uh, I, I'd probably like playing Cornwall least than, uh, less than them. I mean, uh, funny story from that year, actually. So uh, we went up there, and uh, we had Junior Harris on our team at the time, who actually used to play here. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Joe Cannon and uh, Kluche went out there. And our backup goalie was talking uh, smack to, like, Kluche. And he goes, you're going to pay for this. And he goes out there, and he jumps someone. And then Junior Harrison, they're trying to, trying to help out. And then Joe Cannon's going after him. And he's like, I'm not going to fight you. And grabs a stick and puts it over his head <laughs> like he's going to hit him with it. And it was, uh, it was pretty comical. It was unlike anything I had ever seen. And uh, I credit that to just only here, I guess, right? <laughs> you got to love the um, fights from the FHL. <laughs> right, but I mean, like, where else are you going to see that? You know? right. And it's like... It's it's good and bad at the same time. Like uh, I'm sure Joe would say, no publicity is bad publicity. So. Slap shot, maybe. <laughs> right? movie. Yeah, in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, one question you didn't ask him that you you were. I thought you would. What is your favorite hockey movie? Trail. Uh, I don't know. I, I want to see the uh, the Russian Five one. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, but Slap Shot's good. I mean, they're all good. Mystery Alaska is a good movie. Um, yeah, probably Mystery Alaska or Slapshot, I guess. Yeah. Russian Five was good, and just leave it to Darren McCarty to be the only person to drop an F bomb in the entire movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> he just, yeah, just ruined the movie for me. <laughs> but do you honestly expect anything less from McCarty, though? No, not at all. <laughs> I've met him once. He came up here, uh, I think, two years ago, and. Uh, Came in a lot. I think we were playing North Shore, but he came in the locker between periods. And he's like, I've never seen anything like this. And I was like, Oh yeah, what's up, man? Um, him and Malpy absolutely love coming up here, though. Yes, they love pouring around. And I know Malpy has coached a lot of teams that came through the Silver Six as well. Yes. Okay. So I know, I know Draper coached a couple Silver Six teams because yeah. his son was playing for him. Right, and I think two years ago I saw Marty St. Louis here too. So Marty St. Louis has been in here. Actually, get Draper's autograph after one of the games, you know, the one year because you know he he likes to don't mind doing autographs, but he wants to focus on the the game too because he's here to coach. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I've seen Ty Domi here when his son Max was playing. Okay. Um, TSN insider Darren Drager was here one time. Okay. Coffee's been here. Huh? Coffee's been here. Yeah. Scotty Bowman. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge tournament, right? So, I mean, yeah, you get a, you get a lot of these guys who are there. And, like, you know, who, you never know in 10 years who you're going to be saying you saw, like, last year or this year. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I get to see a lot of them. Uh, like I said, because this is my 10th year working the tournament. Yeah. So, um, McDougal, he used to – he likes to ref a lot still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he refs the uh, summer league over at Glacier and uh, yeah. saw him every su- every Sunday on Federal League stands. So. Yeah. Um, to keep – that's another question I forgot. Is how do you keep yourself in shape during the summer? 
Uh, it's tough. I mean, uh, trying to squeeze workouts in in between uh, like sales and marketing and stuff, you know. But uh, I'm playing in the dunk tank. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, swimming in the dunk tank, I guess, or uh, floating around in there, or whatever. Um, no, uh, so we uh, we actually started working at at this uh, local CrossFit places here, Obscurus Fitness, and uh, we just posted recently that we uh, partnered up with them. And uh, so Joe and myself have been trying to get in there quite a bit. Um, before that, the YMCA, obviously, and then uh, like I had a membership at Cutting Edge, but uh, yeah, just uh, trying to get in the gym as much as possible, trying to stay on the ice as much as possible. Um, but ice is hard to come by here in the summer, so uh, right. yeah, more so the gym. Hey, Amber Birch asks, uh, who's your favorite Wings player? Well, she wants me to say Dylan Larkin, <laughs> but I'm going to have to say uh, Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, so what do you think of the um, roller hockey coming It'll be interesting. I mean, uh, I saw uh, who's it, John John Blum, right? Mm-hmm. I saw him today over at the rink and uh, spoke with him a bit. He was, yeah, he was watching the skate this morning. I think he was doing some other stuff. But it'll be interesting. I mean, uh, I don't know. Well, I guess what I'm asking is, is that um, an option for some of you guys to, you know, to get your workout during the summer to try and get be on the teams? Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, if guys play roller hockey and stuff, like I played a little roller hockey this summer with uh, with Paul Arnott and then Federley down in Flint. So I would drive down there every Sunday morning, drive back here, and then play ice hockey in the afternoon. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, uh, it depends on like what the caliber of play is and stuff like that, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're supposed to be getting some really pretty high quality players. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Though, you know, I mean, they. Uh, I don't want to say they have a long way to go, but they uh, like they're just trying to get off the ground right now. You know, so they have uh, they have a combine camp. I think I saw coming up soon. Yes. And then uh, yeah, I, we'll we'll see. Like at the end of the season, I guess we can address things like that. You know. Well, they did get Jeff Plum from uh, the Border Cats, so. Yeah. Anything can happen, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that, um, even if you don't make the team, do you think you'd try to make it out for a few games? To watch? Yes. Oh, I think it could be entertaining. I mean, it could be uh, it could be something that's uh, that's fun to go to. I mean, uh, like I, I think I watched the press conference they had, and they were talking about throwing bags in the parking lot and beach balls in the stands. But I, I grew up going to uh, like. Well, I grew up going to Long Beach Ice Dogs games, which were uh, an old IHL and ACHL team, and they used to play the Detroit Vipers and stuff. But I also uh, remember for a few seasons they had the Anaheim Bullfrogs, and uh, the Anaheim Bullfrogs were part of Roller Hockey International, and I uh, I was too young to know what the level or quality of play was at the time. But, no, that was fun. I mean, it was they, they played in the Arrowhead Pond where the Ducks play, and uh, it was uh, – I don't think it was ever sold out or full <laughs> – you know, but no, I mean, it could be a good experience. I mean, I could see it in McMorn, I guess. People are wearing sandals and flip-flops if they're selling <laughs> beer or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, beach balls and bags, and, you know, could, could have some good tailgates, I guess. Yes. And that's where we're definitely trying to get to have, excuse me, sorry, um, with you guys, especially during the warm ones, too. That's... There's not too many warm ones, though. That's the problem. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's nice that we have uh, – partners downtown like Casey's and stuff like mm-hmm. that who we try to drive traffic into and like they support us we want to support them so we want people going there before the games um, you know tailgaters uh, going there he, I know Kurt does a uh, he does a bus from tailgaters so I mean if people go in there and have a beer mm-hmm. uh, they bus there and then they bus back after the game oh, so, so we got this new pizza 
store coming down downtown, Bella Bella. Yeah, yeah. Joe's been talking to the owners there, and that uh, that should be really nice too. They uh, it's like wood fired pizza, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, but yeah, I think that there's a lot of options. You know, I mean, Casey's is within walking distance, so you can go there, grab some food, grab a beer, and then come to the game. And uh, did get a request about two weeks ago about um, CJ's Bar and Grill out at Griswold. Yep. Would like some uh, posters with the schedules and packet schedules. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can definitely send some out there. Um, yeah, I, I can head out there tomorrow or maybe like sometime this week for sure and get them some pocket schedules and stuff. All right. Another option for food is Big Boy in Fort Gratiot. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Boy in Fort Gratiot. That's right. Um, they're definitely really accommodating. and they do have the taco bar on uh, Tuesday nights, so. Yeah. All you can eat for eleven ninety nine. Can't beat that, right? <laughs> okay, that was one of the questions we were asking Joe. How many um, chili dogs do you think you can eat? Uh, yes, <laughs> because he did want to put us up against you guys. Yes. I so told my baker's dozen. I've already volunteered as a referee. <laughs> yeah. I can eat a baker's dozen. Well, it has to be partisan, so I'll be a referee as well. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's wrong. Come on. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be nonpartisan. Uh, I'll, I'll nominate Joe against your best, I guess. <laughs> well, he did put up himself and Austin Federley, so. Yeah, I bet Austin Federley could eat quite a few chili dogs. So, if Austin, you're still watching. We're coming for you. Looks <laughs> like <laughs> my best is a baker's dozen. You guys might have to do a how, how much of the all you can eat taco bar you guys can do on Tuesday nights here. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I can eat a lot of those too. <laughs> That's a question we can always ask Austin next week is how many chili dogs you can eat. <laughs> um, we definitely need to get that scheduled, especially for probably one of the home games, hopefully. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I know this year they're having burrito eating contests again, too. Uh, Kidoba does that. I ate one and a half. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, is that, it's is still that, anyway. is that, oh, it's not the standing record then. Huh? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> but he's trying. Yeah. yeah, right? Almost there. He's going to get it this year. <laughs> <laughs> he's been training. Um, before we go any further, we do have the home opener... Um, ticket giveaway that we do want to draw right now because we are pushing an hour right now so we have all the people that did enter in this hat right here um and these small little ball up balls so we're gonna have matt graham pull one of them out i'm gonna shake them up really quick though because we don't want to have anybody. i can't even see your hex it's camouflaged <laughs> <laughs> anybody else in this one <laughs> there you go oh, oh god oh Sorry, guys. Well, we've already eliminated three. <laughs> <laughs> There's one right back at this heel. You got them? There's one, two over here, actually. Got them all? Here. Oh, God, I just dropped it again. Yeah, wow. It's okay. They don't need to win anyway, whoever it is. <laughs> oh, Mike, shut up. <laughs> Everybody deserves a chance to win. There all we right. go. Okay. So, shake it up, and then... All right, at least it's not the camo hat, so I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get a prowler set here, but somebody left it at home. Yeah. <laughs> Randy Zwelch. Randy so, Zwelch. Congratulations, Randy. So, Randy, if we will have your two tickets at home. Um, at will call for, at the home opener for you. So, congratulations, Randy. Congrats, Randy. So, um, any other questions, though, put them in right now before we end the broadcast. Um. Is there 
Anything that you want to um, tell Austin to expect next week? Lots of surprises, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, just uh, show up on time. He has a hard time showing up on time to the ring sometimes, so, you know, uh, got to make sure he shows up on time here. So I guess we just found something out about training camp, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I mean, uh, yeah, just be prepared for anything, I guess, right? Um. And hopefully we will get to see a lot more players during training camp, too. We will be there um, recording some... Excuse me, sorry. It's pop getting to me, I swear, guys. <laughs> um, we will be recording some more extra um, player interviews, too, at the training camp. So, Yeah, it's definitely a good idea, I think. Uh, like, recording interviews and then, like, dropping them, like, later in the week or something like that. Yep. That's definitely something that's a good idea. Um, yeah, we'll have, so just a little more about training uh, camp. We'll have about 30 guys out there. Austin Fidley said, I'm always there before you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, go on about training camp. Oh, so we should, we're expecting to have about 30 guys and then about five guys added from uh, free agent camp this weekend. So, like, we are taking five guys from free agent camp this weekend. So if you haven't signed up, sign up now. Um, I posted it. Yeah. Definitely. No, the winner. Oh. I posted it. <laughs> in the comments or on the, the page? Uh, not on the page yet, but it's in the comments. Um, yeah, so, I, so like I said, like 30 guys probably at training camp. Uh, anyone's welcome to stop by. It is open to the public. Uh, we'll get these times published this week sometime, and then, uh, yeah, look forward to starting. So. Um, is there anybody unannounced right now that you guys have signed that you are able to tell us? Unannounced? Uh, I, think every, well, I think everyone's been announced at least on transactions. So... Uh, like, we would have just gone through anyone who wouldn't have been announced at this point. Okay. Um, but, no, I mean, it's time of year right now where uh, SBHL camps start uh, officially tomorrow. So, you know, they're going to be making cuts this weekend, and then hopefully we can grab a few of those guys, you know, to, mm -hmm. to round out our roster. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We have a couple guys uh, up at SBHL training camp right now. Alex Johnson's up there in Birmingham, and then uh, Austin, Day, or Austin Doe's up there as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you never know what can happen. Um, the goal is obviously for them to stick and, you know, see what happens. But, yeah, we could be getting them back. You never know. Uh, and if we don't get them back, then we obviously want to grab guys from there as well, too, to better ourselves. Well, thank you for giving us uh, in the know. Yeah. And um, hopefully, if we don't have any other questions, um, thank you for being on our show. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for thank having you. me. I had fun. And um, here's to a great season. Yeah. So. All right.